0: want to introduce you to another of the great new sponsors of the five reasons sports network and it is a sponsor that would be important in any time if you want to have a beautiful workspace but it's especially important now when you need a safe one as well and that's SafeCubbies.com, which offers modular office solutions designed to elevate your open office into a modern and safe environment at any budget you can personalize your workspace with options like whiteboards magnetic panels acrylic sheets and graphic branding most of the surfaces are non-porous for easy cleaning and can be removed or replaced within minutes. Now, this is for workplaces. They've got a bunch of different options on their professional series, but also they've got private room solutions, dividers and sneeze guards, and they have a classroom series as well. So if you're involved with a school, this is definitely something your school should check out, of course, if we have school in the fall. And that's the point here. We were entering a new normal period with COVID-19, safecubbies.com, which is locally owned is the place that you want to go the phone number is 754-216-1071 again that's 754-216-1071 or safecubbies.com
2: welcome to five on the floor a miami heat and nba podcast from ethan skolnick with Alphonse sydney aka al 954 brought to you by the five reasons sports network
0: We're not. Now we are. Now we're live. Welcome to the latest episode of Floor's Yours, an extension of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. You also might be listening to this on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Make sure you download the Dash Radio app and then search for Nothing But Net. You'll find us every day from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. That's Monday through Friday Eastern Time. If you're listening to us on the West Coast, you want some heat talk, we're on from 7 to 8 a.m. Also, check out FiveReasonsports.com, fivereasonsports.com. Our guy guy Brady Hawk posting a couple stories a day there. Every time the Heat have these two Zoom calls, uh, or one Zoom call, but the two players and Eric Spoelstra, he gets his five takeaways up there in about 15 minutes. So make sure you check that out, especially as the real games start on Saturday. And I'll be posting some stuff up there as well. Also, want to thank our sponsor, Biscayne Bay Brewing. You'll be hearing a lot more about them going forward. All right, today. And uh, for those of us who are listening to us on the audio side, I've got Alex Toledo on my right with his impeccable timing. He was on time today, so, so many claps there. Greg Sylvander, right above me. Uh, he is, uh, he's right above me. I'm not hearing anybody. It's probably going to be my problem here. And then uh, Alphonse Sidney up there. We've got the T-shirts on. What do we got? I'm wearing – well, first, Alf's wearing the uh, Five on the Floor logo shirt, as is Alex. I have on uh, Manny. Switch to me. Manny Chang is is uh, producing tonight. The uh, the bubble dribble shirt. You can still get these for thirty. They keep discounting these over on our, on our pop up shop for thirteen bucks. So you can get these shirts for thirteen dollars. And then above me, Greg Sylvander with Black Lives Matter, uh, the official light skinned opinions shirt. LSO I baby. LSO, I don't know who I can hear and who I can't hear. I can hear Greg, so I'm going to start. Nobody else
1: has spoken. That's the whole thing.
0: I hear Alf. (laughs) How about about Alex? Alex, give me something. You hear me? You hear me? He's the one I don't hear. You... You guys, uh,
2: does everybody else, hear me
0: or no? Yeah, I can you. got
1: to go in and co- you got to go out and come back in.
0: Uh, all right, so we're, we're right, so I'm going to throw out a question. I feel like I have to do this every single time. Um, I'm going to throw out a question, but mostly we want this to be about listener viewer questions today. We have talked about everything. We've been going three to five times a week, five times lately, leading up to the heats restart, which is Saturday. Right now, as we're doing this. The first official restart game, the Pelicans are beating the Jazz, who seem to miss uh, Bogdanovich quite a bit. So we're watching that. Uh, Zion, obviously, is playing tonight. And then we've got Lakers Clippers coming up after that. And then Heat Nuggets on Saturday. I will throw this out to you, and then I'm going to disappear. Come right back. Greg, single most important thing that has to happen for the Heat, for them to surprise people and maybe go further than the general public thinks, and it could be anything. It could be matchup. It could be a player on their team. It could be some other circumstance. Single most important thing.
3: Wow, uh, I, I'm going to say that the um, th- the shooters shoot to their regular season percentages that's going to be or even better than the regular season percentages that's going to be the number one thing obviously i think everybody probably wanted me to say something about jimmy's shot i don't think it's about jimmy's shot i think it's about duncan shooting 45 percent from three and tyler and these guys kendrick can get six um that's probably the biggest element for me because this team is kind of living and dying by the three
1: i i disagree with you there um and I, I know this is not going to sound new coming from me. And I believe North star one, uh, on the, on the, on the comment that mm-hmm. it's defense, defense, defense. Like if they can't stop speedy point guards, like the Kemba walkers of the world, they're going to tear them up. And it's, it, and it's, and it's disheartening to me to see how bad they were against John ja Moran with time to prepare time to practice. Um, I'm worried about their defense because they can score scoring the other day against the Grizzlies wasn't a problem. They could score all day long. They could shoot all day long. Uh, They have shooters, uh, despite what some um, seven foot guys out in Portland might say that he got shooters. You know what I mean? They can score with the best of them. That's one thing that's weird about this team because it, we've been complaining about their de- their offense for years, and their defense has always been on point.
3: It flip flopped.
1: It flip flopped this year. Like they literally like somebody person. First in true shooting percentage this year. Yeah, they're all amazing year. offensively. But like somebody uh who I don't know who tweeted out uh it, or maybe somebody retweeted some old justice highlights of him just locking up Chris Middleton. And I and I said it in uh the chat we're all in. I said, is there a single guy on the heat right now that can do what justice did in that sequence on a consistent basis? I'm not talking about yeah. you know, DJ for a couple possessions. Jimmy, when he's not being asked to carry the offense, outside of Bam, they don't have a single guy defensively that just can lock somebody up, and, and th- I think that's the thing that scares me the most about the Heat in
2: the playoffs. I mean, I agree with you there because I think the perimeter pro- is the uh, the problem for them. Like we, you know, we've talked about it a bunch of times at this point. But the guys they traded for, I like them. I, I like them. Right. I like Crowder. I like Iguodala. They're all good defenders. Solomon Hill. These guys are solid defenders. The thing is, none of those guys are point of attack defenders either, right? I yeah. think this is all going to end up coming down to uh, Spolstra, really, because at this point with this roster that you have, it's about cross matching, right? It's a, it's going to become a strategical thing, uh, like Nikias was, was saying in the deep dive uh, he did the other day on on the Heat's defense, it's re- it really is going to come down to cross matching, like I mentioned before. You know, the idea of putting Jimmy on a guy, you know, to prevent him from getting hotter if he's already hot. Uh they're gonna have to do stuff like that, right? Like we're gonna they're gonna have to be really creative with defensive matchups, I feel like at this
1: you're point. You're gonna
3: have to
2: hide you're gonna have to hide Goron and none.
3: Like you're yeah. gonna have to. That that's the thing. The reason why I went three point shooting is mm-hmm. because ultimately I don't think they're going to be able to fix the point of attack stuff, and I think it's gonna hinder them no matter what. So
1: correct.
3: Yeah, the best yeah. defense is gonna be offense. So that's <laughs> that's why I'm going in that direction.
1: But I like I, I agree with Alex there. I think I think and, like, listen, I've, I've, I've been hard on Solomon Hill. But, like, guys like Solomon Hill should have been on John Morant. Um, oh. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but, do but, it. Just... But,
0: but Alf, 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 look. look what, what was the alternative? It, it, no, no, no. But he, here's the thing. And th- this is the problem. Derek. With this, with, play Derek. Th- right, play Derek. But this, no, see, this is the problem with this line of thinking. But it's a uh, scrimmage. Uh, uh, no, so. it's not. No, no, not that. It, the, the problem with this line of thinking is if you have to go to your 12th man to slow somebody else down – you're not winning anything not anyway. That they're they're gonna have to de- get this done, and I think Eric knows that by his players who he wants to play the most playing above their heads defensively. You can only look. It, I mean, if you're gonna play Solomon Hill, you're taking a really good offensive player off well, the floor.
1: That's my, my problem. Thing wasn't necessarily Solomon Hill per se. My thing was none and Goron, just like 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 uh, Alex was saying, cross matching like. None and Goran were not doing anything against John Morant. So guys like Solomon Hill is kind of what I'm saying. Guys that aren't necessarily playing point guard on offense need to switch up on the on the best offensive player. But I can't you, but okay, Banger, but I understand All these guys just need to cross. They, I mean, they can't. They got to do things really creatively defensively to, to keep up with some of these other teams.
0: I, I get it, but but here's the thing. Look, ultimately, your best players are going to have to take those assignments. And so ultimately, it, you know, if you're going to advance deep into the playoffs and you have a team that you can't hide someone on, and, and the deeper you get in the playoffs, the harder it is to hide someone, right? Like, I mean, because even if you're hiding someone on someone who's not – you know, an off the dribble threat, there's still gonna be a shooting threat, like Milwaukee. Okay. There's no one to hide someone against in Milwaukee because, you know, I just think you
2: take it at that point. You just know, well
0: well that well, that's what you do. But I think ultimately what you may have to do is say, okay, Jimmy, or Bam, you're gonna have to take you're gonna have to take the two toughest assignments, and we're gonna have to find a way to compensate by giving you a little bit of relief on offense. Maybe the ball needs to be in Goron's hands more on offense then. Okay, to give Jimmy a little bit of a break, I I think ultimately, or Kendrick, they're gonna they're gonna need to take pressure off Jimmy because you asked the question, Alf: Who on this roster can do it? Who can be justice? It is Jimmy, okay, but he can't do it while he's dribbling the ball up the court on every freaking possession and getting twenty three a game, getting twenty three a game. Would explain why better rebounders.
2: Would explain why Hero's getting some of those reps, huh?
0: Right. I think that Eric is trying to distribute some of this stuff. He'll try to distribute some of it between Dragic, Nunn, and Hero to give Jimmy a break. And don't think that after four months and all the conversations that Eric and Jimmy have had that that hasn't come up, okay? Like, we need to find a way to, to use you the best possible way we can. We want you to be a facilitator. We can't have you do everything anymore. And, and I think then we'll see him flourish a little bit. I'm with you, Alf, but I just think it's not solomon hill specific, but if we're talking about solomon hill and, and i asked djj today about defending the point of attack he says he wants to defend the best best player on the other team that's fine but when you're playing djj or solomon hill or one of those guys heavy minutes you're not playing somebody else who can I score keep,
1: i keep bringing up solomon hill because i feel bad about some of the things i've said in the past yes like, i know
3: that's why let, that let go of that guilt let go that guilt that
1: that guilt is holding me back baby like it's just i've been i've been hard on solomon hill and he's he's a solid defender but it's, it's just like you're saying, Jimmy's going to have to take on a lot of that responsibility, but this team has shown that they have guys that can score all over this offense, right? So yeah. Jimmy can take more of a I, – I, a lot of people are like, we need uh, – the Heat need to fix, fix Jimmy's um, jumper in the playoffs. I don't think that's it. I don't think it's about Jimmy fixing his jumper or or them scoring or offensively or anything. I think it's about Jimmy – taking on a bigger role defensively just because Mm -hmm. he's the guy, uh, he's the perimeter defender outside of Bam that can do it. I think Bam,
3: don't underestimate like Spolstra. If Jimmy has to be the guy to shoulder the burden on offense and -hmm. they run into a situation where some of the young guys are struggling and Jimmy just has to literally take over, I wouldn't discount Bam out of bio being a guy that they go put on somebody that you would never expect to see uh, him guarding for extended stretches.
0: But how, how small can you go with him? In other words, like, I mean, we, we've Steph seen him
3: play, small.
0: I, I mean, for how many possessions though? Like I'm just saying like, I know, I know. I, 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 I mean, you could do it in spots. Absolutely. And, and I think it does make sense. And, and obviously, you know, the way that he guards guys on the perimeters on the perimeter can work for some possessions, but I, I don't think it's something you can go to uh, all the time. Who did I miss while I, I was absent here? Uh, who, who else, uh, what was the most anybody not pick their most? I don't important. think Alex
2: uh, gave his take. Yeah. I, I
1: talk
0: Correct. a lot,
2: I, I I spoke a lot too, but I was basically backing up there. I was gonna go with defense as well, it's just because I kind of trust their shooting already, right? And maybe we might, we could be taking it for granted, right? Who knows? But uh, I just trust Duncan Robertson that much. I trust uh, none, I trust Dragic, I trust all these guys to keep you know, performing well in the roles that, they, that they've that they been given. None, all of those guys have been slotted in perfect roles. So I think that's why I trust the shooting part of it as, you know, with Jimmy really all it is is him being able to hit the mid-range jumpers when – you know, when teams duck on him in the final minute of a game. That's all we're really talking about here, right? right? Yeah. It's, See, I agree with you. Maybe, I mean, like, once or twice in a game, but, like, it's that's not really the important part. It's, it's really just the threat of it there. You got to scare somebody a little bit, but it's a defense, though.
1: For me, the Jimmy offense is, like, when – Like, all they're doing is shooting threes for, like, seven straight possessions. Mm -hmm. Somebody just needs to get into damn paint and make something happen. Like, that's when I want to see Jimmy take over. Last two minutes, last one minute Mm -hmm. of a close game, that's when I want to see Jimmy take over more. And I think we talked about it in the past where, like, we would like to see more aggressive Jimmy. But we're starting to see the fact they don't need Jimmy on offense that much. They, they just really need it for free throws. They just needed to to yes. go to the lane like exactly. you said and relief just get for free points. throws. And there's not a lot of guys that give you relief points on this team when the shooting
0: goes cold for a few minutes, right? Oh so, yeah, we got a donation. Got a donation. Thanks, Ryan, for the subway. Appreciate that. We'll be yeah, able to get and- the cookies with that too.
3: Uh, another comment from a listener, a uh, uh, friend of the show, Tracy Shields, T Shields on Twitter, um, says that Spo should mix in the zone strategically to save Jimmy's legs. I think that there's yes. there's some validity to oh that God. in trying to get him uh, a breather here and there.
2: Yeah, Dude, no, yeah. I, we're going to get so much zone. I'm saying that right now and I feel really confident about it. I think because of all the defensive issues we're talking about. Yep. I don't think it's going to be something that they, you know, it's it's not going to be their main defensive scheme because we know that's the drop. Mm-hmm. They're going to go with switching sometimes when they got that did bench lineup up in, but they're going to use that zone a lot. Watch. We I'm, thought I'm Jay, we thought Jay and
1: Iggy were going to were going to fix some of these problems, right? That they wouldn't these have these guys problems. are still there. Yeah, yeah.
2: They still got the same guys that were giving them the problems yeah, exactly <laughs> the, because
1: the problem they're not
0: is, defending the point of attack. That's the,
1: guys the thing. They, the <laughs> guys that's they like, traded either weren't playing or weren't their problems defensively. So
2: and because right, you know. but, they don't have any point of attack defenders that's why you go to the zone you take the pressure off of a Dragic or a nun but then he's, gonna he's, go-
0: he's gonna play a lot of zone but but just to cycle it back this does raise a question because eric decided to go to this we talked about it at the time they decided to go to this uh very very early in the season okay i mean they did a lot of it last year too but they sprung it on philadelphia basically in game two of a four game season series and i said at the time much as you want to win these games, is it too early to be to showing show that this in. much? Because we saw that Philadelphia then started working against it regularly right after that. Now it didn't work in the two other games against the Heat, but the Sixers have got it. Shoot. And right, but well, they can a little better now with Milton playing. But now you've got all of these other teams that have been running more zone, running against more zone in practice, which is something Kai has talked about with on five it. on the floor. Well, perhaps – I just wonder if, if Eric went to it – you have to take care of your own team soon. I did find it interesting t- – take care of your own team first. I did find it interesting today uh, where you know I did ask him about whether his pl- – what he had for a plan. He said he had a loose plan, but he's willing to adjust to it. Um, <coughs> I think the loose plan is what we saw in, in the third preseason game, which is basically he's got two five-man lineups with – I think DJJ is the wild card, OK? And basically, it's a guard on ball. But I think that there are certain guys. The zone is the the wild
2: card as well.
0: The the zone. But I also think there are certain guys that may get a little bit of a quicker hook. I think he's going to have a quicker hook with Myers if it's just not working against certain teams. I think he's going to have a quicker hook uh, because now he trusts Olinick more than he did before. I think he's going to have a quicker hook with none. And I think, and I know this goes counter to everything I've said for the past month but with the point of attack problems being such an issue, he may have a quicker hook with Goron. I, I I didn't think so. I thought he was going to trust Goron more than others. And Goron talked today about how he's ready, but we've all kind of identified. He's sort of the biggest problem at the point, you know, at the head of the snake on defense. And I, if, if Eric's identifying that as the biggest problem, I might've been wrong about how much he goes to Dragic.
2: Listen, I think uh, you mentioned something about pulling the car too early. I think, the zone is something that's thrown out, so that's why he was comfortable. What if it's because he's got another card to play that he hasn't played yet? And yep. it's the lineups that we've talked about, man. I some, Something about it is like, why haven't we seen that yet? It seems like so logical with Jimmy at the point, or maybe Jimmy and Hero, right? And then you go, you size up from there. Maybe you go two other wings and and Bam, or Jimmy Duncan, Jay Andre, Bam. You get what I'm saying? Those lineups where you're going slightly bigger uh, on the perimeter, like. That's the one thing we haven't seen. We've seen lineups with Derek at the five. If I would have told you before the bubble <laughs> which one of those things were more likely, yeah. Derek at the You're five, right. like not a crazy thing with how many bigs they have. Like what?
0: But, <laughs> but Alex, Alex, his history, though, is sometimes not to play the lineup you think that's coming, even if that lineup has success in limited doses. I'm going to go back. Remember, in the early in the big three era, and of course Miller got hurt and Udonis got hurt. But the big talk was this big five lineup they had, right? The big three with Mike and UD. And when he played that lineup, that lineup killed it. It killed it. And he never played it. Like, we were always like, why isn't he yeah. playing this lineup more when they're all healthy? And it was like he was saving it for certain situations that sometimes never came. And you're like, why is he, uh, he's playing Joel so much. He's playing Z so much. He's playing Bibby or Chalmers so much. Why not just roll out UD with Mike if they're both healthy and didn't do it? I I think in this case, I I do think, but we have seen an experiment, but I do think Iguodala, Crowder, Jimmy, Bam, you know, with Duncan, okay, is probably that lineup. Uh, that's probably it that's okay? the trick up the sleeve that's the, that might be the you know what what are they what are they called the hamptons five lineup or what uh, hamptons, the death line that might be it the, the
3: tootsies five
0: the tootsies <laughs> five right exactly but we didn't we didn't see it we did, did we see that lineup yet we have not seen that one right the i don't think we have
1: they've been all the lineups have had none i feel like none or drag Dragic has been in uh, well, this last game, they've had a lot of none and Dragachin last game. Like they have not gone to uh, a non-traditional point guard very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what they're going to have to do because they don't have guards that can defend very well. And
0: is, is this affected at all, guys? Kemba Walker said today that this is the most frustrating injury that he's had in his career. Um, Kemba has not been a guy who's been banged up too much. But uh, does, you start to look at the point guards in the east. OK, you know, we were scared of Kemba. Uh, you know, you're a little scared of Kyle. Um, you're not really scared of Bledsoe, although there's a really good piece about Bledsoe that was out today. People should take a look at it, which gives him a little bit more credit sometimes uh, than he's given. You don't wouldn't seem on paper to be scared of Shake Milton. I mean, I, I think against all of those teams, if Kemba's limited – then maybe you can play them a little bit differently uh, than you would otherwise. If he's not going to be hundred percent for a while, I think I think that one matters. If and, and again, they're going to see Boston. Uh, you know, they're going to see Boston soon. So you look at that game. Let, let's go through some of the games though and see how they may uh, they may match up. Okay, for, particularly the first four. And thanks, Oscar, for joining us. Um, let's start number one with Denver. Okay. Matt Moore was on our podcast from HG basketball. I, I really HP basketball, I really would recommend people listen to it because the breakdowns were great. Alex and I were on with him yesterday. But he talked about how banged up Denver is. They can't even find five healthy guys. It's true. Uh, I mean, they're a team you could go unconventional against, right? Yeah. I mean uh, yeah. so I, I think you may see some of it in game one.
1: They don't have the speedy guys that that scare you. Um
3: no, and I'll also- say
1: that. And then Jamal Murray is 24 in the beginning of the second quarter. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But he's not, you know, it's not the John Morant style of play that scares you to death, right? Or a healthy Kemba Walker style of play. Um, I well, feel like, I'm not saying they can, I'm not saying they have guys that can contain Jamal Murray, um, but <laughs> they have a better chance than they do against some of these other
2: guys.
0: Well, they're the going to other- play bigger too. They're going to yeah. play bigger. The other yeah, you thing better,
2: like, You throw Jimmy on, on Jamal Murray in this matchup, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Or do you just keep him on Gary? Wait, Gary Harris is not even playing, right? I don't even think he's healthy. No.
3: Yeah, no, he'll, he'll be out. They're there's still easing back a couple guys. But, you know, Denver also has had um, patches throughout the season where they struggled to defend the three. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to my key of the bubble <laughs> and say that, that, um, that that's something to watch for as well. I'm not letting it go.
0: It, it it could be. Um, the other question, of course, is how much we'll see ball ball. And and Matt thinks it'll be in kind of very limited. Oh, gosh, very limited doses. But uh, but but let's let's get to Jokic. I mean, Bam guarded Jokic some um, Myers is probably going to guard Jokic some.
1: You play, right? you put Myers, you put Myers on Jokic and just let the thing with Jokic is like sometimes you just you'd rather just let him score in the paint. Yeah. And not create for other guys. You know what I mean? Like. Put a guy, you know, just let him make him work. Myers is going to make him work because Myers is a strong guy, but Myers is not going to be able to stop him. But you almost
2: rather just let uh, let Jokic get his, and well, now you know that he wants to pass him. it, so it's like exactly. Myers. He, you almost want him to shoot because it's not what he wants to do. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You just let Myers guard him, and then put Bam
1: on Millsap so just shut Millsap out, mm-hmm. and then you deal with you deal with the guards as they come. Um, but a lot, but it'll be less effective without Jokic creating for everybody else. So
3: they I still like, don't have anyone to stop Ball Ball. So that's a, a major okay, issue yeah. as we're going into yeah. this. Don't forget. Yeah, could,
0: you, could you imagine Heat fans apoplectic if Ball Ball goes for
1: like Four thirty five? <laughs> yeah. I want, I want Bull Bull going for forty and ten. Like I just oh, that'll yeah. be pretty
0: funny. That would be pretty funny. You always uh, wish
3: for anarchy off. Uh,
0: oh yeah. good time yeah. on the timeline with that one. This question comes in whether or not. And, guys, keep sending in the questions. We're going to try to get to them here in the last uh, 15, 20 minutes of this. This uh, who comes in about Boston and whether the Kemba thing is a smokescreen. We, we've talked a lot about smokescreens and all the rest of this, and teams may be throwing things out there because they're together in the bubble and information is getting out, so you want to throw people off. I don't think so, though. The, 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 this was pretty well reported in Boston that his knee has been a problem for a while. He's not the type that talks about injuries uh, unless you know, it's something significant. I do think it's something – that was going on during
2: yeah. the season too.
0: This was going on. This is something they've been nursing for a while. So, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Um, I, I've actually been a little bit surprised, to be honest, that Eric has been so open with information co- com- comparable to usual. Um, he really hasn't hit a whole lot from us. I mean obviously the bam and none disclosures about COVID, but that was – more privacy related, you know, they really hasn't hit a lot, but I, I think the Kemba thing is legitimate. And I think it's one of the five biggest storylines in the Eastern conference. Cause I, in a lot of ways, he's what makes them different uh, because he can take advantage of the opportunities that the other three guys create. All right, let's get to some of the other matchups starting on Monday. They got Toronto Monday, right? Toronto Monday. And then Boston. that's the one I'm trying to get to if my test comes back in time. Uh, and then they got Boston after that, the Toronto matchup. We saw bam kind of take Siakam out the last time that Siakam that he played.
3: It's an I understatement.
0: Right. Um, I, I mean, he is, Siakam is so important in what they do now. Uh, Toronto in, in a lot of ways, kind of em- them in Miami are kind of mirror images and that they can play a lot of different guys uh, that can hurt you. Van Vliet scares the hell out of you. Uh, they, oh, they've, man. Just, they, they've got a lot of guys who can hurt you, but in that matchup, of- it's oh, funny that, that you,
2: it's funny that you look at the Raptors and, and call them a mirror. I mean, they're both deep teams, for sure, and they're both teams that are, like, offensively sound, like you watch them and you're like, yeah, this team moves the ball, they're nice. But the Raptors have a full rotation of two-way guys, man. I'm looking at that. that damn, give me a, give me some of those defensive-minded players right there. That would be nice. Like, well, I you, know you want to talk about somebody that we haven't really talked about as a free agent.
3: Ooh. About to get paid.
0: I mean, but damn, he's gonna well, get—he's gonna get paid by them, though, isn't he? He's gonna get paid I, by them. I, I, I yeah. think
3: so. Which makes the Lowry situation particularly interesting because what are you gonna invest forty-five, fifty, sixty million dollars in the point guard position? That I seems think you might
2: way. have to. I think you might have to if you're them. I and they've been so good together and. Both of those um, guys are such good
0: players.
3: The thing about Toronto is is that they have a couple guys, um, and I'm probably going to butcher his name, but, oh, well, Chris Boucher. Boucher I is
0: another of their fives, um, yeah.
3: I, I think that, like, there's going to be a guy like that that could come out of nowhere, and, and we'll be saying random scrub heat killer kind of situation. So, like, that, that's the one thing about Toronto is that they always have a guy you don't expect that comes out of nowhere and performs. So that's another added element to kind of – um Make me want to avoid them, hopefully.
0: But but the difference between them and what we talk about with random scrub heat killers is that the guys that Toronto has that do that against you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.
1: In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all
0: of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. End up becoming really good players. This is true. You you know, when we think of random scrub heat killer, it is the guy who we've kind of decided is not a very good NBA player. Marcus The Right, who has a moment against the
3: heat. Well, no, remember the original.
1: The original random scrub heat color was uh, Paul Millsap.
0: No, 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 he wasn't. He yeah, no, no, was. No. was. That's
3: when we were a cocky heat fan. And yeah, now no, no, was, was, was no. A joke, and all of a he was he not hitting, no, threes. No, hitting threes, Alf. But Alf yes, the listen.
0: threes. I thought it was
3: Wayne Ellington. I thought that that yeah, was it, No, the, no, no. Random scrub Wayne.
0: heat color
1: start. Listen. As a president of a heat twitter, can I tell can you guys listen to me? I, I'm
0: not giving this. I mean, <laughs> presidents can be and should be impeached, right? I'm not <laughs> RSHK. R- wow. RSHK this, this, this is worse K- than selling secrets to the Russians. I'm sorry. R- RSHK
1: started with Paul Millsap hitting two, like three pointers for his entire career and then going off for like six. In an overtime game, I think it was against the Heat. Like that's where random scrub Heat Killer came from. I was at that game. I can confirm I that happened. Too, I was okay. too.
0: I was too writing about it. But but he was a good NBA player before that. The definition. I'm, sure, I'm just saying nah, where Random Scrub Killer came I, from. I'm gonna pull this on Twitter because I. How are you going I I was one of the people that created this. I, I don't, don't care. I I
1: don't care. I I'm don't not care. saying I'm not saying that he was he is or was ever a scrub. I'm just saying that's when people just started getting like, yo, how are these guys just having career games against heat all the time? And Paul Millsap was the OG. Like this guy does not shoot threes. And all of a sudden he's like six for eight
0: in a random ass game. I know what he did in that game, but I'm going to give you someone that was, I'm going to give you a few that were better that year. Okay. Because they were not as good NBA players. John Henson was one of them? I remember John Henson had like 22 rebounds against the Heat, and then LeBron oh came God. in. Le- LeBron came in the next, like after the next John Henson game, where he had one rebound and was like, "Why the hell does this always happen to us?" Like LeBron was tracking random scrub Heat killers to see what they did the game after they played <laughs> against the Heat.
3: They tried um, to trade for John Henson multiple times too,
0: just to get him wow. to stop doing it to them. <laughs> but there are certain <laughs> Marcus Thornton get- was another one. The he make then? Who, who who else have you had, Greg? Greg, who else have they had? They've had a bunch.
3: Um, you know, Marcus Thornton. I already said. Um, Wayne, Ellington. Wayne, Wayne Ellington. Wayne the, Ellington. The there's probably like three other Brooklyn Nets that I'm not thinking of currently. Um, a New York Knicks. Uh, um, but no, I'm kind of I'm drawing a blank. Who was I'm the kind of, white?
1: Who was the white guy, the frat bro on the on the Knicks that was like one of the reasons <laughs> that 31 and uh, that 31 uh, teammate.
3: Dwayne Wade's team. No, had- no, not even him. I'm talking about the
1: 30-11 team that lost to the Knicks on the – uh, Oh, oh, that guard, that little guard? Um, yeah, like – He looked, uh, uh, Baker he looked like he there, did text fans at halftime. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Baker? dude. Ron, was, Ron Baker. Ron Baker. Ron Baker. Yes. Ron Baker. <laughs> with the, with the, the moppy <laughs> hair sort yeah, of he thing? Yeah, he lit the heat up in a game they needed to win. Like, it was –
2: uh, the, the team that went 30-11 in the second half, hey, like Ron Baker. On. Did, you not, did you guys oh, not watch totally. Ron Baker and March Madness in Wichita State? That, yeah, and he, he never know. did that no,
1: again. No, it was him and Fred Van Vliet. Until the Heat needed to make the playoffs, he never did that again. That's the I, whole
0: story. I, but I want to thank Benjamin for putting this comment up because the guy was escaping me. The guy this year was Garrison Matthews. Oh, my God. That, that ultimately,
3: Benjamin. That's that, it. That, yeah. that's,
0: that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> because I forgot – I forgot that one, but there were so many, I mean, you go to the big three era, there were so many guys. And now they're all kind of slipping my mind because they were never that good to begin with. Like this was happening pretty much every single game. There was some guy who had a career high. Yes. I remember the six threes from Ellington, but there was some guy who had like a career game against them. And then you literally never heard from the person again. Um, and, And it mostly was like two guards, just like G- random two guards.
3: G- Giancarlo Navas uh, wrote about this on Miami Heat beat a while back. I'll have to dig up that article and get all the names for us. I'll tweet them yeah. out.
0: Yeah, we need we need the, the all-time random scrub. Oh, uh, man. Heat Shout out to Gary was. Neal. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh God. Gary Neal. Yeah. Gary Neal was a good one.
1: All-time <laughs> great. All-time great against the Heat. But but was he my a scrub? Was
0: he a Again,
3: he's...
2: He was, he was
1: never
0: ago.
2: even like that good as a, as a role player. Like the rest
0: Shout of his, out to Fez, like
3: Gerald Henderson.
2: It's not like Danny Green is like yeah. a primetime 3 and D guy. No, Gary Neal was never even that good Like for the rest of his career. <laughs> God, but just, the guy was just, oh my God. He got, but he got he Euro. Had? Dwayne Wade erased everything by Euro
0: stepping the hell out of his ass. So at least we got that back. I feel like I've just wiped this all out of my memory because I, I this is all I used to write about. And now I can't remember anybody but John Henderson and Wade Ellington. It's Ballin'. Oh, oh, Anthony Tollivers,
1: uh, Griffey55 oh. just brought this up. He has never missed a three against the Heat ever. I, someone true. needs to look this up. This might just be an Alpha Eye test. No, you're I um. tried to
3: sign him too.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, oh, they tried to sign him many times, actually. I, I didn't realize he was a Grizzly until I saw. He's one of those who he played for guys. Yeah. Like you you don't he's know he's played for. Anthony... He's
1: played for every team except
2: the Heat. I thought he was still in Portland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i so did I. I you never know where that guy is um houston's had a bunch of him against the year uh, around the years like they've had a time all right let's get back uh, i'll throw this one out on twitter because i'm not going to give you paul Millsap as a scrub i'm just not i know i understand he, acted Teacher, he, out he of started character that night. he started he, it he, he he acted out of character that night that's all he did. okay he that's where it comes paul from we talk about him as a free agent we do um well actually um it's it's interesting to talk about this because we're going to see in the first two games two of the guys that we've talked about on the, on the pod. So let's throw this out again. Paul Millsap versus Serge Ibaka. We devoted 30 minutes to this. You can have one for a one-year contract with this team.
2: Millsap. Easy. It's Millsap. Easy. I mean, honestly, the one thing with Ibaka is, like, he's a little bit of a better rim protector. It's always been his thing. And I think that would be cool to, you know, because you can kind of – Uh, that's one positive of playing him with Bam that you don't really get from Millsap, the rim protection. But Millsap is just an all-around better player on both ends of the floor, I think.
3: Yeah, when we did that pod, I said Ibaka because of the things you just referenced with rim protection. And I don't think that the recipe for success is having Bam be the best rim protector on the floor. I just don't because he's so good away from Mm -hmm. the basket defensively um but the more i unpack that i feel like paul millsap is just so good at all the other stuff and uh and it's just a better overall player and would fit in with those guys so i'm going millsap i'm switching it up
1: yeah uh, i agree i think millsap just because i think the the him next to bam even though i do i do like uh, a real rim protector next to bam uh for for a limited number of minutes like it it that is really 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 appealing um, but just overall, like, just put – Millsap is such a good defender. Like, a such a good team defender. And between the two of them, I think they'll do enough to stop guys from even getting to the rim. That rim protection won't be as much of a problem. Like, we always used to talk about with Whiteside, part of mm-hmm. the problem was, like, guys were just getting to the rim too much. And so it looked like he was a great rim defender, but the problem was guys were getting there too much. So I think with those two guys out there, like, you could do enough that – like, the whole point is that – guys don't get to the rim. Um and if you're gonna have if you're gonna you're facing up against another big in this day and age, you almost want them to go ahead and get theirs. You know? Um so I I I think those I think that Millsap and Bam together is a is is a great it's a much better offensive combination. And defensively the drop off isn't big enough to justify uh, picking Ibaka over Millsap.
0: I'm going to go the other way. I still think it's Ibaka, and I'm a big Millsap fan. Uh, but I think Ibaka, like I said, gives you something you don't have already on the roster, and is also, I believe, although we probably would need to see a birth certificate, uh, younger than Paul. And and I do think that Paul feels to me like a final piece on a. Oh, is he allowed to record. say that? I'm allowed to say that. Okay, Luel Dang and I <laughs> had many conversations about this. Uh, Paul, Paul oh, he, I, he has a,
1: he pulled the Luol Deng card.
0: I did. I mean, you can pull that card out of anywhere. That gets you. I just said, say, I know Luol Deng. I can speak about Africans. That's how that works. That's. Uh, now,
1: but yeah, I, don't I, I don't know if you could I don't know if you should have said that, but maybe not, maybe we're Okay.
0: Up until that point. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, I, I appreciate that. We're just talking about 22 on the heat. That's it. Uh, other things we shouldn't get into tonight. Uh, Uh, Milsep feels to me like a final piece on a big three team. I think you're right. Uh, Abaka feels like he just fits the culture, plug him in like a, you know, like a Shane Batty, Ray Allen type who's been around and okay. He wants to get his ring and here you go. Abaka feels like there's more growth there that you still can get. And his last two seasons have been pretty damn good. I, I would, I would say Abaka. The other thing about it is taking Abaka hurts a rival in the Eastern conference. Um, whereas Even. Millsap is somewhat out West.
3: So you convinced probably. me. I'm going to Baca again. I'm switching up again. There you uh, go. We're two, it's two
0: crazy. I was about to say
2: like, uh, as we were talking through this, I kind of started to think, damn, Ibaka might be cheaper and the rim protection thing is something that I really think would be nice for them to have again. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm selling myself into the idea of Ibaka, And I look at him. He's a good player. He's been good for the Raptors, right? He's been just pretty much just as good as ever. The one thing is he doesn't have that athleticism anymore. And we're going to end up looking at him like, damn, we forgot that his, uh, his legs are uh, not that much faster than Myers and Kelly. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'll, at, I'll, go uh, ahead. Whoever's cheaper
1: is, uh, is actually the real answer. Well, that's
0: a good way to evaluate a lot of things. Right, hold life, on.
1: Alpha. What if, what yeah. if we do a third guy into there? You want to talk about like, <laughs> don't get married. It's cheaper. to say, say <laughs> I, sorry. I, I, I set
0: you up for that. I, okay. That's interesting can can I, can I get to something that somebody put on there? They said we need rum protection um, by the way, which we do uh, on this particular broadcast uh, yeah, we need rum protection against South. Um, Marcussol is interesting. I you know he was more important to them than I thought he would be last year. Kind of thought he was cooked uh, and he's a very, very good positional defender. Um, but he's not a rim protector either. I mean, he gives you, right? I mean, that's that's not, never really been his game. Really.
3: Just because well, he's really, like, wide, but he's not so wide anymore, so I don't even know if that is helping him, you know? The, the guy is yeah. still
2: a great defensive leader. You want to talk about all the things yeah, that we said man. all year about Myers Leonard being on the back line defensively? I want a guy who won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the season that we all thought LeBron was going to get, it like, a consensus or, or, or whatever the hell. But, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, is Myers going to be cheaper? Oh, no, for sure. But, I mean, yeah, come but on, Marcus saw marcus all is, a, is a, just a much better I think player everything has to be a,
1: everything has to be framed in the in in the 2021 and uh
3: what well I we were
2: talking about one year one year deals
1: here yeah
3: we are
2: for all these guys
3: you, oh, you, know, okay. what
0: you, you know what you're not considering with marcus all though marcus like went to battle with david Fisdale. you don't think spose heard some things there
3: mm. yeah
0: right and that yeah, wasn't perfect. that wasn't Marcus Hull's reputation and it hasn't been since he got to Toronto that was a weird circumstance it was kind of like a player who didn't want to let go of being sort of the face of a town in a lot of ways cuz Marcus all really fit in Memphis and then, but it went really bad with Fisdale. and so that's a good point by Alex. Uh, Alex Maybe they'll bring Texier, back Hassan that he for clamped rim protection. Up, stop it, clamped up rim protection. <laughs> I mean, clamped up Embiid in the second round last year. He did actually. Gasol was very good against Embiid last what year. What about
1: AD this summer? If the Lakers get embarrassed in the first round, no, oh,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Clutch yeah, time. The Blazers, the Blazers are going to upset them.
0: Yeah, uh, man. Jaws that good, huh? Hasan is your sixth man. I mean, I'm watching the Pelicans right now. The Pelicans are gonna be the eighth seed. Man, I mean, that's I'm. I'm by Zion just did something. I, just a bully. He's just a bully. Uh,
3: I mean, Donovan's gonna run out of there. I
0: mean, you wanna it's, talk about that even? Yeah, let's get into that a little bit. Uh, this is this will kind of be our last topic of the night. Let's talk about the Donovan Mitchell stuff because there were two different. Reports that came out today, we've been talking about some stuff behind the scenes for a while. We've touched on it a little bit that he's been spending a lot of time with Jimmy and Bam, and we have the, the photos to prove it. Um, no <laughs> I just uh, and then it came out that he's been hanging out a lot with Iguodala and Crowder. I don't try to overstate these things. You got guys living in a bubble, they're, I mean, they're not going to want to hang out with their own teammates all the he time. He was hanging out with
2: Kuzma when he was FaceTiming Bam.
0: That's right, and we're not going to hold that against him either. Uh, by the way, Zion right now, uh, six of seven, three alley-oops, um, or two alley-oops already, 13 points. But uh, you know, when you look at Donovan, it does seem like he's sending messages. It does seem like Oladipo sending messages. It does seem like Beal is sending messages. It does feel like they're all trying to get somewhere, and it seems like that place is here um i want to ask a donovan mitchell question we haven't talked about because he's gonna be very hard to pry out because he's cheap uh you know he's productive he's the face of the franchise right now in a lot of different ways is he a heat uh, greg is he a heat culture guy so to speak because i know they liked him on draft night i know that is he still
3: yes 100 um he is that um kind of counted out underdog mentality uh kind of the same deal that Dwayne had from a mentality perspective people kind of doubted his um whatever it may be if it's athleticism or if it's his ability to get a shot off or if he could really be as good um so I feel like he's kind of got all that going for him there's been some you know weird stuff in Utah but there's always weird stuff in Utah It's Utah so um like I I think that he he exemplifies a lot of the stuff that they want to Uh, having a player, and he also is just, from a talent perspective, you can't deny what he brings that way. And the fact that he already has a relationship with Bam Adebayo and um, he has a relationship with Jimmy Butler, Um, I don't know how long of a relationship that's been, but it's definitely happening in the bubble in terms of them connecting. Uh, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff where the stars can align that way and it makes sense, but it's going to be tricky because he's on a rookie deal, so he's essentially going to have to force his way out and that's never easy to do, but if Utah loses any, you know, leverage that way, what they, this is the thing. Miami wants to go into a meeting with Giannis with three stars already on the roster. Yeah. And when you really unpack that, and I keep using that word because there's a lot to unpack lately is that you, you can't really get there from a salary perspective, unless you've got guys like Bam and Donovan Mitchell that are just up for their first extension. Yeah. Um, so, so that's like a, like kind of when you're thinking about how this works from a, from a cap perspective, if you could go in with Mitchell and, and Jimmy and bam, you then have the space to pay a guy like Giannis. So I think that that's why that's an attractive option, but it would cost hero, Kendrick, Nunn, draft picks mm-hmm. on and on and on. So like, that's where it gets a little tricky. All right.
0: I, I like reading Benjamin's comments here on the air. Occasionally that was a good one. We all know Utah would prefer hero anyway. Most likely,
2: uh- <laughs> give a package of hero, none, and Olynyk—they'll be all right. So it's a good enough that, that, ratio. That's
0: right. If you add Olynyk, I, I thought it was funny too that Dallas <laughs> wanted Olynyk. It's like how many six-foot-eleven or up white guys can you have on one roster? Like, what, what, what is this exactly? All of them. Uh, uh, all of them. Uh, well, I, Donovan Mitchell. As I'm watching Drew Holiday handle right now, by the and I just I love his game, man. I just I love his. game Donovan
2: Mitchell, the beginning of this game, by the way.
1: He,
0: so,
3: so,
2: he could lock up
1: anybody, man. Like he so, could lock up one through three. So so let's
0: let's let's talk about him again because we talked about him. Wait the wait wait. I say one thing about yes.
1: Donovan
2: Mitchell before we change. Yeah. I mean, this is something the Jazz are losing right now. It's uh, there's obviously nine minutes still left in the game. They're down four. It's really contentious right there around where they are in the standings. You got the Thunder right behind them, tied with the Rockets for a game behind them. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, who had you know one of the best offenses of all time this year, apparently uh, according to offensive rating. Not that far behind them. If they just get a bad match, like right now, they're, if, if the playoffs were to have started right away with no seeding games, they would have got OKC, which I guess is a favorable matchup uh, compared to getting the Rockets or mm. the Nuggets. They're out or first round. Or Dallas. They're out. So first that's first what round. I'm saying.
0: I think they're out, out first round. Watch out for who round. the Jazz I, I, get I, in the first I, round. I don't think it matters. I think they're out first round anyway. They're, I do Without I, I, I Bogdanovich, think Without
2: Bogdanovich, I, I, their second think... unit
1: is so bad. Yeah, it's just yeah. Jordan
2: Clarkson and other guys who can't even. I mean, it. it's it's putrid. Like
1: the, the the starters leave the floor, and you and then the starters get back on. And somebody just said Mitchell's looked frustrated all game. The starters get back on the floor, they look like, they look out of it. They look like just exhausted. The That's fact a problem, they have, they, yeah, they, they the starters are the starter, start and they, they had before, of like, the 14 uh, today. Yeah, Or, like, it was 23 to 11. Next thing you know, it was 27-23, and the Pelicans are up four points. Like, the the Pelicans just went on, like, a 16-0 run as soon as the starters off the floor. Like, you got to think
0: these guys are just frustrated and want to get out of there. But I also thought that that Dennis Lindsay did a really good job of adding to the bench the last offseason. We talked about a lot of their moves. But some of them haven't – I think part of it is Conley didn't become what they hoped he would become, exactly. or at least hasn't he yet. He has looked good. That's at, the one at, thing I
2: will say about the Jazz. He has looked really good since he, he, the He's started. looked good.
0: He's looked, he's looked better on plate. He started to look better towards the end of the, of the regular season. But I think when he wasn't what they expected, you know, it trickled down to the rest of the roster. And like I said, now you don't have Bogdanovich. I, I don't like their chances against any of those teams. I, I think uh, – to be honest, I think Houston will make it – I'm not a big Houston they You're not guy, beating
2: Houston. They, they always I, lose right. to Houston. That's what well, but it's,
0: it's it's also, though, I just don't think there's a place for Gobert to play in that series. I think Houston ends up winning the size-down matchup. I don't like them against Denver. I don't like them against – I certainly don't like them against the Clippers if they slip to seven.
2: The only I one I can see them really is OKC. beating is OKC. And OKC but, is a good Paul, team, by the way. Chris, That's a good Chris, team.
0: Chris Paul will win that series by himself. I, I, I just feel like Chris Paul will will them – uh, to a win, and I, I think uh, I, again, Schroeder's injury, Schroeder's situation is worth watching too because they yeah, need him. He, he's important. They need all three guards. But the way that uh, that Shea has is coming up, I I think they're really problematic. How do I don't think the guard their nasty. three guards. I don't think the they can guard this. All right, let's final final three minutes here. I want to get to the single most important thing. We've talked about this stuff now for three months since we thought they were coming back. One minute or less. I'm timing you all. How far did the Heat get? Start with Alf. Did he get
1: to the second round uh, six game series against the Bucks, And they put up a great showing, but fall short. Um, and it's going to be due to uh, point of attack defense. It's going to be just due to the fact that they can't stop the three at times. And they're going to shore that up in the off season, not this season, or maybe, maybe this season or the next season, but it's going to be addressed. And I think that's where they get.
0: Greg.
3: Uh, I'm going to go a loss in game seven to Milwaukee.
1: <laughs> what round? Second round. In Round two. Round okay. so
3: two. The only round that they can match up with them in.
1: Well, how about if they get that third seed? They can get it. Yeah, yeah they could that change
0: things. That's true, Alex. Hey, so,
3: so let me just say this: oh, since I did have a minute, and I only took twenty seconds, if they right. were to get out of the four or five part, I think that they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I really I do. I agree.
2: I agree with that. So you would you would be better. You feel better about the Celtics matchup than the Bucks matchup with the camera injury. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I mean, I still feel better about the Celtics matchup than the Bucks matchup. That's saw I was going to say the same thing. Seven mm-hmm. losing seven to Milwaukee, I think it'll be a really good series.
0: I think Miami's going to slip to five uh, during the seeding games. Um, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, I, 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 as much as I've liked their chances and a lot, I think it's going to I, – I, I don't know. Uh, something about uh, that last – I'm trying not to make too much of that last scrimmage. Um, but <laughs> but you're yeah, making I, too
3: much of it. I, I'm it's yeah, the last I'm thing you saw.
0: No, it's the last thing I saw. But the last thing I saw before we went to break was that collapse against Charlotte. And so I keep getting those things stuck in my head and it was kind of the the
1: last thing we saw was what we've been concerned about, like crazy. Like the last thing we saw is our biggest concern personified steroids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Like so like all of our concerns were like just thrown in our face with a full lineup. It's not like you could make any excuses. Right. They had and it, it wasn't it wasn't like they were holding their own and then like they put in Gabe Vincent and Chris Silva to start the this. second half. Like they looked bad the entire game. First unit, second unit, everything. They looked bad. How about so this? Guys-
3: so, so what are you saying, you are you well, I, I, I can't.
0: These guys, these guys are all filibustering me, but so my I, I, my my time is being bill barred here. So that's that's fine. That's fine. That's, <laughs> one last I don't thing. Actually, one last
2: I, thing. This is a better
0: move by them. I didn't. You've I did yield move. my time. I didn't yield my time to the <laughs> senator from, from Lyft. Okay, I didn't <laughs> yield my time. <laughs> I'm taking my time back. Here's the contradiction that I'm going to give you. I think they're going to slip to five. But I think Eric's going to figure some things out. I think they're going to beat Philadelphia, and I think they're going to beat Milwaukee. I do think, and I think they're going to lose to Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Ooh. I like, I, 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 I like well, to, to the point of Boston, I, again, Kemba's injury, I, you know, we got to assume health, I guess. But I, I hate the matchup against Boston so much that I don't care <laughs> where they play them. I don't think they beat them. I do think that Philadelphia – my guess is Embiid's not even going to play in the series against the Heat. I can see he's going to get hurt again. Miami can win that series. Uh, I, and I, I just – Milwaukee, to me, I keep coming back to this. I think that their advantage has been mitigated by the break. Um, I think the way they were rolling, I do think some of their older guys you know, may get nicked up a little bit. And I, I think Miami is just so – I'm going purely on matchups. I, I've, I like the Philly matchup. I like the Milwaukee matchup. I hate the Boston matchup. So that's where we go. And if, if that happens, if the Heat make the Eastern Conference Finals, Pat's going all in this offseason. All oh, in. Yeah. All in. It's they, like I mean, he may go
3: they, all in anyway, guys. If they
0: have a strong yeah. strong in the second round, I mean, he's going all in. Yeah. Yep. I'm with Ethan at ten minutes. Stop it, Manny. So I do you not. You couldn't yield say my
3: your name time. in less than five minutes.
0: Yeah, I, I can't do that, and I do not yield my time to uh, to the the congressman from South Carolina. I, where the hell are you living, Ralph? I don't even know where to characterize. Sunrise. This. I'm in
1: Sunrise now. All right. For all there. the for all the people on Twitter that want to fight me. Have you, have
0: you been, have you lived in every city in Broward? Let's go through it. Coral Springs,
1: Coral Miramar. Coral Springs, Tamarack, Margate, Miramar, Fort Lauderdale Plantation, and Sunrise. <laughs> you so got to gotta be go in. to
3: Dade, dog. You got to go to Dade.
1: No, I don't. I won't. I've never lived south
3: of. Opa, Opalaka first. I literally lived. Carol like, City.
1: The apartment complex I lived in, Miramar, if you turn right, you were in Dade County. No, like, no, you are not as soon as you turn right, you were in Dade County. Yeah. And then if you turn left,
0: you were in Broward. And I lived on
3: that line too, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I, I did. Also, All right. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Follow five reasons, sports.com. I'll change my prediction by tomorrow. Uh, check Nine out. 954 for life. 954 for life. Also check out. You got to check out our, our new Twitter account uh, that we have basically co-opted called uh, Clutch. Clutch NBA at 5R. Everybody's showing the shirts now. Clutch, clutch uh, NBA at 5R. They did a really cool hype video today, which, to be honest, was better than ESPN's, in my opinion. Um, and, been, you know, as good as Bleacher Reports. So check that out. Well, we tweeted that. It's got like 25,000 views. And uh, I'm the one who got him to throw on the little Jimmy thing at the end. So I felt we needed to end it uh, with the heat. Check out all our content Saturday, live stream, game one. Oh. Game one, live stream, okay?
1: The whole thing or just halftime? No, no,
0: we'll do pregame. it. We'll do pregame. <laughs> I didn't want to know, know how, how to prepare are.
1: myself. <laughs> how Ethan drunk be, you are? Pre-game. Ethan running my, no, Ethan tries to run my ass into the ground, man. Like, I'm tired, bro. Like, <laughs> I know.
2: Someone <laughs> said Wade Eddington, after research, was the first random scrub heat killer. Fez, I, 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 Fez Butter, who we trust. Yeah,
3: he's a, trust he a trusted buddy. source. Uh, right. Saucy had, Nuggets. Uh,
1: Fez uh, is still wrong. Yes, and I I did. I moved. First of all, I moved it to the 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 best brews room location that is on uh commercial boulevard between Knob Hill and Pine Island. That's the only one that's still <laughs> run by the original brew Brudzinski, whatever his name was. Yes. The rest of them have been sold off to franchises and they um, hopefully, hopefully if they're, if they're never going to be a, uh, a careful, careful. The rest of them suck. Uh, the one on commercial is still, the triple threat are still dope as hell. And
0: shout out to Sasha. Hey, Sasha. Say hi.
1: Hi. <laughs> she
0: can't hear you. She doesn't have the headphones on. <laughs> we waved. <laughs> she waved. Uh, by the way, I was trying to get Bruce Room as a sponsor, so I appreciate that. You guys are just like, a, you're like anti-capitalist. Like, you know, Alex. I'm like, going for Duffy, bro. I, you I'm know, the
3: safe one. I'm the safe one. I've been Sports trying grill. to get Duffy's
0: on Sports, my side Sports the whole time. I'm trying Sports to get Duffy's. Sports grill, sports grill. I'm oh, yeah, on sports shenanigans too. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Five We will have more heat coverage than anybody else. I promise you that.
3: Heat culture. <laughs> For listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reason Sports Network.